0: it is indeed a beautiful lovely day Bill Weathers coming through with lovely day and Mike and the mechanics before that with over my shoulder that is how we uh, kicked off the jet set breakfast this morning with two incredible classics by the way remember that you can participate in our musical playlist every single weekend uh, and all you have to do is send through your big fat juices to our SMS line which is 413 91 or you can WhatsApp us on 061 410 410 Uh, 4107 So, kicking off this morning, we are talking uh, around, uh, of course, uh, KZN South Coast Beach, which uh, remains closed, according to uh, those who inform me. After a sewage spill, uh, Uvongo Beach on the Guazulu Natal South Coast is closed to bathers because of uh, toxic levels. There's toxicity in the waters it is decreasing apparently uh however the uh, sewage spill that uh, contaminated the water at uh, Uvongo beach means that the waters still remain uh, not suitable for human enjoyment and we've got on the line desmond dessa who is an environmental justice uh, activist out in the durban kzn area how are you doing this morning desmond
1: good
0: morning and good
1: morning to us.
0: Fantastic stuff. So tell me a little bit more
1: about what's
0: the situation that's unfolding in uh, the KZN South Coast?
1: Well, look, the beaches, um, there's been a lack of maintenance of all the infrastructure, sewage and sanitation and water infrastructure. Okay. So they've cut the budgets of all that over the years, and this has resulted in the sewage works are collapsing all over the coastline. Yeah. So Durban as a whole, there's quite a number of sewage works. So we're treating this with the raw sewage mm-hmm. or taking it to a sewage box that can uh, recycle the sewage and the water. Yeah. And, as a result, and that does not happen. So it's all ending up in the rivers, into the Delban Harbor, and into all the oceans uh, right across the city. So, so that's why the beaches are being closed.
0: So this is spreading out not just in the Uvongo Beach out in the south coast, but it's making its way down the. from what you're saying to the entirety of the KZN coastline.
1: Yeah, this is happening all along the beaches, all along the different municipalities that manage the different beaches. Mm-hmm. This is happening all along there. And the reason behind it is that there's a lack of funds available to maintain it. There's a lack of experienced people to maintain the plant, uh-huh. um, but more critically, um, that is a number of factors. So, for example, we've had the, a number of blackouts. Yeah, with the load shedding. Yeah, that is also a problem as well. That has also caused that when those pumps don't run because they're all generated by electricity. Yes, when they're not uh, when electricity when load shedding occurs, the pumps go off mm. and all the food ends up in, into the river and they eventually ends up into the ocean. So what
0: are the respective municipalities saying about this? Because obviously, as you've pointed out, this is an infrastructure maintenance uh, problem that is now spilling out into, you know, and becoming an environmental problem. Um, What are they saying? What's the status well, and where they the, at? at?
1: Uh, after the local government elections, um, you know, we had to wait till there because uh, they did not win the majority vote. So we had to re really, real line and get the, um, get the, um, get the council to develop. So that's been the problem. That's how it is back. Mm-hmm. And now that the city took about a month, two months after that, mm-hmm. to get the, um, to get the municipality and the council up and running. Okay. So no decisions have been made by anybody. Okay. In fact, what has happened has been in limbo. Okay. Um. We hope now that the council has reconvened that things will be sped up. Yeah, yeah. That thing will speed up and they'll put together programs, proper programs, employ, employ the right people. We have some serious problems. Um, the local contractors in Durban have gone on strike mm-hmm. that were appointed because the, the contracts were not renewed. So you see the problem. when and they, So if your contracts are not renewed, it means that the electrical works on the sanitation plants and sewage plants and water plants yeah. is not operating at maximum. Yes. It's not being maintained. It's not being managed. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and from an environmental perspective. Uh, you know, what are you proposing or putting forward maybe as a a more sustainable, workable solution? Uh, Obviously, with with metros continuously expanding, with an influx of more and more people coming into the big metros, uh, you know, around the country, it does create some kind of strain in the infrastructure. Um, And yes, there is cases of, you know, mismanaged funds and ill-run municipal governments and et cetera, et cetera. But we also can't stray away from the fact that the infrastructure by and large in this country is not designed for the influx of people or for the capacity of the influx of people who who fled into the big metros um, what are you and and you know environmentalists in the area who are sort of involved in this kind of work uh, putting forward as alternative proposals maybe to engage the the various municipalities on and, and how to move forward in, in solving this on a more sustainable level?
1: Well, in our submissions to the city, the Metro over the years, mm. uh, we have made submissions that um, the first thing is that people deserve decent housing. Yeah. With decent housing comes sanitation and all that. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we have over 500 informal settlements in Durban mm. that don't have access to proper sanitation, mm. they don't have access to water. Mm. So you can imagine where all that is going to. Mm. and this is the problem the city has a, the city over the years abandoned the poor mm-hmm. and like any other city in south Africa the same thing has happened in durban mm. um so what we have been putting forward is that to identify land mm-hmm. uh, so that people can have decent housing and set aside a budget
0: mm. you know
1: and and even when they do build any housing there must be a fair process to allow those marginalized the most to get houses you cannot he providing houses for those who have houses already. Their families have houses. Mm, and mm. this is the problem with the city of cronyism, of what the city has done over the years. So friends and pals start owning these houses, reselling them, and it doesn't get to the people most desperately needed for housing. Mm, mm. If you want to ele- 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 elevate, um, eliminate um, any informal settlement and deal with the problem of sanitation, then they should be talking to the communities concerned. We are provincial. In the last three years, we spoke to the provincial uh, department, uh, the premier's department, and um, in those meetings, we urge them to consult and to work together with the poor people of the leaders of the poor people of the, of, of the city mm. so that the solutions lie in the hands of the people and they can have access and ensure that what even when development comes, Mm. Takes cognizance of the of the needs of the people, mm. rather than the needs of of people that don't really need it at this stage. I got you. I think you. if government really wants to, consultation participation is very crucial. Yeah. And I work with the coalition of the poor in Durban, which comprises of the informal settlements of and John Dollar, mm. The hostel These are overcrowded situations. These are time bombs. Mm, 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 mm. And. How could this government expect that people 25, 26, 26, years after democracy? Yeah. People are still living in abject poverty. People are still living in inhumane conditions and yeah. they don't have access to proper sanitation facilities. I got and you. That's where the life right. If they had to do that and put together a proper plan, people are willing to meet with them tomorrow. I got you. I can I, tell you. I got yeah. you.
0: All right. So, in the meantime, though, um, you know, uh, Etaguni municipality has said that the, the beaches remain closed. Um, and from an Etaguni perspective, this goes all the way through from North Beach, uh, affecting North Beach, the Bay, uh, Battery Beach, Country Club 1 and 2, and of course uh, the Laguna beaches as well. Um, and apparently there was also, a, a from what I, I know, there was also quite a, an abnormal discharge coming out of the Mgeni River not too long ago.
1: Yes, just yes, this week as well. I was I was in I was on all the beaches yesterday and mm. I can tell you now it's a huge impact upon tourism and it has a it has a huge impact upon jobs. A time when people are really desperately needed for jobs. The municipality cannot manage their own cannot manage the resources of the city and mm. that's problematic. That leads to uh, to to people losing jobs, that leads to tourism not coming to Dublin. There's a still yeah. all over the show, right? Because it's just crazy what is going on in the city. I mean
0: so, Yeah. From what I'm 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 reading, um, you know, I'm from Durban but I, I haven't been to the coast in uh the last two years or so to like the beachfront line. Um and I can just imagine because I mean that golden stretch of beach really is the economic hub of Durban and if it remains closed it is a rippling effect that affects uh, quite a big chunk of, of the Durban's economy and, you know, the economic cycle in, in the city and the province. But I'm also then wondering, uh, this is not a today problem. This is, is obviously a systematic problem, an infrastructural problem that's been cracking for a good decade, if not more. Um, you know, this is it just re- reaching the apex at this particular point. Um, and I'm... <sighs> I think I'm asking a question that I probably know the answer to because I'm like, you know, we just had practically no movement in the last two years. It would have presented a golden opportunity for municipalities to then say, whilst the country is on lockdown, especially in 2020, let's have a look at these infrastructural problems because, you know, it's empty. It's empty. We can have a look at it. We can do a proper deep dive analysis and put together a plan. Was there at least that kind of movement in recent years to say, let's just do a deep dive to see what what the problems are, where they lie, um, you know, and what should be done, even if we're not going to do anything about it at this particular point, but we can articulate, uh, you you know, what the issues are.
1: Look, uh, I think uh, the. The municipality, um, given that they um, have had this uh, Christmas period, absolutely nothing. you try and get a municipal official on the weekend or any time during the evening, you're not going to get people. Mm. And that's the sad part of it all. So communities are running together. We're trying to get active citizens to really get the the city working Mm. and uh, to ensure that. Service delivery becomes the core. While, uh, you know, we agree with the president of the country, mm. that there must be service delivery. But, you know, if we have the wrong people in government, you are not going to get the service delivery. It's so oh. much needed. True. Um, so we're going to have to continue to raise our voices mm. um, and get people actively out, to, out there to really start saying, you know, uh, we cannot wait another 25, 26 years to yeah. get service delivery. Yeah. So that's our objective as an environmentalist, as an activist in Durban, as a social justice activist working with the poor people in Durban. Mm. My, uh, together with the group that I work with, mm-hmm. our objective is very clear. When is government going to deliver to the masses of our people, the poor, who are unemployed, who are living in abject poverty, mm. who are living in inhumane conditions? Do they not deserve? Also, service delivery and good better conditions delivery because gotcha. we are all human beings. And gotcha. it's time for that to happen.
0: Yeah. Desmond, uh, thank you for taking our call this morning. <laughs> uh, that was Desmond Dessa, who's an environmental justice activist out in the KZN area. It's uh, fast approaching half past seven. We're going to take a quick big fact juicy and then we come back with thought leaders, storytellers, and of course, green